0: Hello, this is Matt, and you're listening to that time we woke up in a podcast and had to explain manga, our heated adventures over analyzing manga we find interesting, otherwise known as the Over Manga Cast. And this week we're back on the high seas as we're reading more of One Piece by Echiro Oda, chapters 8 through 21, which covers the introduction of Buggy D Clown, future king of the pirates. Enjoy the episode. Brother, no,
1: brother, no,
0: Hello,
2: everyone, and welcome back to the Overmonger cast. My name is Sam, and usually at the top of the show, we talk about our familiarity with the franchise, but this is uh, the second week in a row we've done this. Go listen to last week's episode. You already know. So how about we uh, leap right back into our adventures on the high seas of One Piece then? Anyway, what did they say on the four kids dub on the last piece of One Piece? (laughs) Well, I forgotten about that it has slowly been coming back to me in a very unpleasant reminder of the linear passage of time but uh yeah on on our last episode uh, Luffy had finally managed to get one singular crewmate uh Roranora Zoro an extremely powerful swordsman you would think this would make him better at uh sailing the high seas unfortunately neither of them have a directional sense worth a damn nope it actually made him worse.
3: Well, you can't have them all, can you, folks? Seriously, if you were a well-rounded pirate, I mean, really, it would be like...
2: You would not be quirky enough to be in this manga. You'd yeah. be Shanks.
0: You'd yeah. be Shanks, yeah. Really? Yeah, so uh, they're, uh, <laughs> they're starving to death now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, considering they both consume the calories of, like, a small band of people by themselves.
3: Well, they're all <laughs> young men. I mean, yeah. High
0: yeah. metabolism. That's yeah. the excuse that uh, shounens usually use for <laughs> dipping into this trope constantly. I am
3: a shonen protagonist. I must eat 80 billion calories a day.
0: <laughs> they, they eat normal-sized meals until they get on the grand line. <laughs> <laughs> well, from what I've heard, everything's
2: bigger in the grand line. Hopefully. Yep. God damn it. Not. <laughs> <laughs> not unpacking that um <laughs> luffy is so desperate for food that he sees a bird flying overhead and it's like all righty we're having chicken tonight gum gum rocket
3: he thinks his bird is you know small bird sized bird sized well it is bird bird-sized.
2: It, it's at the very it's the biggest seagull you've ever seen it's
4: it. it is it is the size of a non-avian bird
3: <laughs> yes it is it is that bird from the walmart parking lot you know the one <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, uh, Luffy gets snatched up by it,
0: and, uh- They kind it's...
4: of snatch each other up. It's- it's an unpleasant experience for all parties involved, really.
0: The bird's either really tiny and really up close, or really big and really far away. <laughs> as it turns out, it was the latter, as it catches Luffy's whole ass head in its beak, and
2: starts flapping away.
3: I mean, who really won out here? Kind of fell right into his mouth. I was just minding my business.
2: Yeah, the the bird
0: it did end up being the winner in this regard. I mean, uh, it's chewing on rubber now. I don't know how much you can consider that a win. Look, that bird has got some really good news that it's got to deliver, and it's just really excited about it. Yeah. It's just uh, enjoying a nice piece of gumu as it's doing its flight.
3: Could possibly go wrong.
4: Oh, well, in the meantime, uh Zoro is going to try to uh collect his idiot captain. He's very <laughs> displeased about the circumstance.
3: Yes. But it is a job that he will have not just this once, but throughout the series.
0: Many, many times. He is the adult. Um, for the time being. for <laughs> the yes, more
4: for the me, time, time being. Yes. Everything's relative. <laughs>
2: But uh, as Zoro is sailing, uh, is like rowing along to catch up with Luffy, uh, he finds some pirates just kind of floating in the water. And he's like, hey, grab on if you can. And uh, they do and immediately pull steel on him to be like, we're taking over your ship. (laughs) And I love this page turn because it's Zoro just eyebrow raised like he's the rock.
3: (laughs) He's like, you just picked up and I'm about to explain why.
2: Next page, all the other pirates, missing teeth, swollen faces, just like, oh, yes, Mr. Or Zoro, sir. We're so happy to uh, be rowing this boat for you. Sorry for the misunderstanding. So why were you idiots just floating in the middle of the ocean? It's because of that that lady. That lady.
0: And we, uh, we cut to a one piece flashback of, uh, if you know, you know, it's uh, our girl Nami. Uh, passed out uh, on a treasure chest in a ship just kind of in the middle of the sea uh, because she messed up. She's lost.
2: Yeah, Damsel in distress. I'm just so hungry. Even just a piece of bread. I don't care about this treasure anymore. You can have it. (laughs) (laughs) Now
3: some some wiser men, some alarm bell should be going off. (laughs) But alas, these are not the men. These are not.
4: <laughs> most characters in most manga are idiots, so. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, girly, we'll help you, but first we gotta examine this treasure. Yeah, wh- what's this? The treasure chest is empty. Hey, wait a minute. She's on our ship and sailing away. Ah!
4: <laughs> Not only can you have
0: what's in the chest, you can have the ship too. I'm uh, like, oh. that's incredibly reasonable. And then we get Nami's weird superpower of how good she is with predicting the weather. She is a meteorological
2: savant because
0: she somehow
2: managed to time this ruse perfectly with the incoming squall that would flood the small dinghy she was using as her bait boat and capsize these men.
3: Which is interesting because does she ever state that in addition to, you know, being a thief that she particularly studied meteorology or is this organically a power that she has for
0: some sort? You're Jeez. asking questions. She says <laughs> she's really good as at navigation.
3: I will take her word for that.
0: Meteorology is <laughs> included because it's like wind patterns and yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: She did. She learned at the, at the pirate college or the, the local community college. And yeah, she got no. all A's.
2: She did an internship at AccuWeather East Blue. Uh, yeah, yeah an, an internship's one word. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew. gasps> uh, these particular pirates that uh, Zoro has picked up and that Nami scammed
0: uh, happen to be members of Buggy's crew.
2: Really,
3: really they scam themselves.
0: Yeah, and also Zoro's press-ganged them into service is really what's <laughs> happening now. <laughs> he has, yes. They they are uh, pirates in the
2: crew of Buggy the Clown. Uh, the most ferocious pirate in
0: these in these parts, having eaten the fruit of the devil. Ah, uh, yes. The notorious pirate, Buggy D Clown. Buggy
3: the Clown.
0: Is he actually Buggy D Clown? No, yes. but that's a, that's a fun no. joke. Because uh... the middle name being D is a whole thing. <laughs> it's... What's his I last do... name? Uh... His last name is The Clown. Yeah, sure. I, maybe. <laughs> Probably.
3: Somebody knows. Somebody can write down in the chat.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think people necessarily have last names in One Piece. I mean, Luffy
3: I, has one. His first name is Monkey.
0: You know what? You're right. <laughs> He's Monkey D. Luffy. Actually, no, his family name is Monkey. but Right, because uh, right. yes. ev- everything else in One Piece is incredibly Western. Except their naming structure is But Zoro,
3: even, Zoro even has a last name.
0: <laughs> to be fair, Zoro anyway. has a very Japanese name, which is...
3: Because he's a swordsman.
0: It's very, con- it's very confusing until you get 900 chapters in. <laughs> 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 I'm
2: glad we cleared it up by then. That's very comforting. Uh, but uh, yeah, tsunami had made it to an island. Unfortunately, that island is currently under the control of the Buggy Pirates, and uh, she is now on the run through the streets, having stolen from the uh one of their away teams. Uh, but she is saved by Deus Ex Rubber Man, <laughs> as Luffy finally breaks free of the parrot <laughs> and falls to plummet down like a meteor. <laughs> between her and the other pirate
0: well to be fair what's actually happened is uh the buggy pirates are just messing around shooting down things with their cannons so they shoot down the bird that was going to eat luffy
2: oh right yeah because <laughs> they're 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 just bored violent idiots
4: meanwhile Nami and her escape
0: has uh also uh nixed a uh, map of the grand line I also love how she happens to be in the right place at the right time when Luffy falls straight down and recognizes immediately (laughs) her opportunities like, oh, man, boss, you came to rescue me. (laughs) I'll leave these guys to you later. (laughs) And Luffy's just sitting there like, what? I've never seen this woman before in my life. Oh, I'm being kidnapped. (laughs) Yeah. And we get the first instance of a dude attacking Luffy. And he gets his hat knocked off and suddenly he uh, edi- immediately one shots him and goes, don't touch the hat. Except he blocked an attack with it just last arc. So it's like, whatever, bud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah the, the, the hat
4: is selectively invulnerable for plot relevant moments. It's a Whoa. shonen. What was
2: it you said last week, Jake? The hat is Gwen Stacy's neck. The, the hat is Gwen Stacy's neck. <laughs> but uh yes Luffy manages to defeat the pirates meets up with uh Nami afterwards <laughs> I love how Nami tries playing the suave power dynamic you know just kicking her feet back on the on and just like man you did great how about uh, you and I team up and go steal some treasure and Luffy's like nah I don't want it," and starts walking away <laughs> Luffy can't get power dynamic because he's too
0: busy <laughs> just being Luffy Yeah he doesn't want money he- he doesn't want ladies, he wants adventure. Like, mm-hmm. he's got that real alpha male grind set on. <laughs> he's not tempted
2: by females.
0: We're not doing this again, Matt!
2: <laughs> oh. As Nami is trying to uh, team up with the the latest strong person who can help her achieve her goals. Because so um, she
3: inevitably betrays them, yes.
2: Yes, For this is the way. Uh, we get a side scene of um, our arc villain, Buggy the Clown. Ha, 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 ha. As uh, one of the survivors from that scuffle goes to report what happened. And in his uh, report, he says, Only the robber knows, at which point he's cut off. What do you mean, rubber nose? Do you think my nose looks like it's made out of rubber to you? So big and red and shiny? Is it funny?
3: I'm just saying, this guy has
0: absolutely no insecurities at all. Do I entertain you? Do I look like some kind of clown? No, no, Captain Buggy, it was just a mistake.
3: I'm just saying, if you did not feel yourself, you know, worthy of the title of clown, you shouldn't call yourself Buggy. Well, that's his name. Well, you can change that as an adult and as a pirate. So, I mean, that's a choice.
0: I don't think that's true. (laughs) I love
2: I really do love Buggy because he's so sensitive about the big nose, but he's also leaned so hard into it with the circus aesthetic.
3: (laughs) Exactly. That's the hypocrisy for me, dude. You lean into it.
4: (laughs) He's a petulant, violent idiot. Of course he does. (laughs)
2: Mm Mm-hmm. And using some mysterious power that we're not sure what it is, he telepathically lifts up this pirate that has displeased him into the line of fire of the cannon and fire the buggy ball.
0: Oh, so that's
3: like all of the ball, um, cannonballs, buggy balls, because I have yet to see a regular cannonball.
0: Uh, so I think they have a bunch of cannonballs, and buggy can say to use the buggy balls, and the buggy balls are more explosive.
2: Yeah, right. You you are right. He he kills this guy with a regular cannonball instead one
0: instead of one of the valuable buggy balls. Mm. They only got a couple of those buggy balls, so uh, I don't they're know. They... Have a lot less by the end of this arc.
3: Yeah, I know. I was. I'm like they use them so frequently, so I don't know if they're as rare as they purport to be.
2: They always have to have at least two.
3: Yeah, cannon on can't hand. Use, can't yes. Mm-hmm. Can't single them out. Got to have you know a pair of them. Yeah, for some reason
2: and a third right nose.
3: This entire show. This entire show. <laughs> <laughs> it's everywhere,
2: man. It's everywhere. I do like how uh they don't reveal uh, they hint very heavily at Buggy's uh double fruit power without directly revealing it. Because
4: well, yeah, I mean I I knew what it was because I remember watching this arc in the anime, but like it's mm-hmm. it's really clever the way that they'll like when he's uh lifting up the uh uh <laughs> the poor unfortunate pirate uh I mean, poor, they're all jerks, but uh, they frame him uh, in such a way that you can't see the arm that he's using to lift the, the guy, up, the, the yeah. minion. Um, like it's it's framed in a clever way that once you know what it is, uh, you makes notice all of the tricks. Yeah, you notice all the tricks that they're pulling.
2: Yes. Uh, after Buggy makes this display of cruelty, you uh, link up again with Nami and Luffy who, uh... <laughs> plotting in a random house, as Squouting you
1: know. <laughs>
2: I love just how willfully oblivious Luffy is. Like, he is two sentences behind Nami's entire exposition dump
0: and keeps asking for re-clarification. If you were keeping up, you'd know what I'm saying! So this Nami pirate's a real bad deal. I'm Nami! <laughs> I'm Nami! Oh,
2: so you're a pirate? I'm not a
0: pirate! Do you want to join my crew? No! <laughs> yeah, it, uh...
4: It starts off with stating the things that they want to do, not what they are so much. I mean, Nami mentions that uh, she robs pirates pretty quickly, but uh, Luffy didn't particularly care that Zoro was a pirate hunter, so he basically just glosses that over, because we'll figure it out later. Uh, They both want independently want to go to the Grand Line, so uh, it's like, yeah, we're gonna work together! Uh, You can be the
2: navigator for our pirate crew! And the mood instantly sours! Mm Mm-hmm. Dirty pirate like you. I'm not some pillaging murderer. Forget what I said. You can keep your uh, pirating ways and your stupid hat with whatever treasure you sewed into the brim. I I don't know. You're really making up a lot of stuff. It's just a hat. I just treasure it because it has an
0: emotional meaning to me. Oh, yeah, you like that hat? Well, I hate pirates and I love money and tangerines. But what a weird exposition, Dubnami. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's oddly that's oddly specific, but I'm not going to pay attention to it. Anyway, where's Buggy?
0: I want to go punch him. Not for any particular reason. He just seems like a good fight. Well, it's it's a, the there's a joke there and that tangerines are a symbol of wealth. So she's saying I love money and more money. Mm. Yes,
3: in Eastern culture.
0: Oh, that's clever.
3: Tangerines are like um especially in China, they would give them for New Year's for yeah. like small children. Yeah. Neat. Before commerce made you know citrus super common I think in the west too it was really special to get citrus
4: well yeah cause shipping and uh, keeping things fresh was very hard until you had
0: refrigerated trucks <laughs> yeah so it's like someone saying I like money and silk like yeah they mean the same thing basically
3: so would you think <laughs> I... that Nami was high maintenance
0: nope I think Nami takes care of herself and that's kind of the problem she, <laughs> yeah.
3: she is not a kept woman she does the keeping of herself
2: she does say that her goal is to acquire 100 million berries and purchase a village
3: but will she stop after that
2: probably not exactly (laughs) from what i understand of the various members of the straw hat pirates nami fulfills the girl boss part of gaslight gatekeep girl boss She
0: also fulfills the gaslight and a lot of the gatekeep.
2: Really. You, know you know what? You're right. She is all three. She's the, she's the hat trick. As Luffy is going to uh, confront Buggy with his new friend, his new boon companion to become a navigator, a part of his pirate crew. What do you, what do you mean you're giving me up to the pirates? I'm not what I, Hey, wait a minute. And he's dragged away
0: by the Buggy pirates they literally she literally betrays him immediately he's (laughs) hogtied in half a page i do love how they're gonna leave the house and nami goes like hold on i need to get a couple of things and then comes back with a giant thing of rope do you always take rope with you yep rope's handy (laughs) that tracks
3: (laughs) i don't know what you're into but i mean it always comes in handy
2: (laughs) yep brought the suit prisoner for you captain buggy mind if i join your crew But you wouldn't join Luffy's crew. I see how it is.
4: Well, we get a lot of internal monologues of her, uh, I am also going to immediately betray these idiots because they're awful. Which, in all honesty, fair. You know what they say about guys with big noses.
2: But yes, the, uh, the buggy pirates, uh, go to celebrate their victory of the return of the map. Uh, a great, uh, circus and pirate-themed, uh, binging of drinks comes into play. And, uh... (laughs) We learned something interesting about Nami. She's apparently got proficiency in constitution saves because she cannot, she can out drink even pirates.
0: I, I got to say, Nami right here is my ideal D&D character. Gets into drinking competitions and just wants to spend all their money on property management.
2: <laughs> Given what I've seen of uh, you playing D&D characters at tracks. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Luffy tied up in a cage, trying to chew his way through the bars
0: <laughs> because what? Luffy. What yes. an insane cage they have, too. It's like two giant thick slabs of concrete and a bunch <laughs> of iron bars. Yeah, heavy enough that it took five men to carry. I'm sure this won't
4: come up later as a <laughs> as an absurd Shodan uh, power scaling
2: bit.
1: <laughs>
2: but yes, they decide that it's time to uh, be rid of this prisoner. So as part of the spectacular show in this victory feast, We are going to destroy him with one of the special buggy balls. But of course, we must first demonstrate their power. So load one into the cannon and shoot it into all of these conveniently abandoned buildings. (laughs) As with one shot of the buggy
0: balls, they level an entire street. Hmm, That buggy ball would have leveled a smaller town. And I'm like, buggy. If you just define a town by the amount of, ball- of buildings that can be destroyed by one of your, like, pieces of ammunition, it doesn't really count, buddy. Like, yeah. Mm. yeah, by the amount of property that can be destroyed by his balls.
3: Yes, continue.
0: <laughs> yes. They do go on about his buggy balls quite a lot. They're quite potent. Very impressive.
2: And now Luffy is going to get one of those buggy balls right in the face. And Nami, you're
0: going to light the fuse. It's really amazing just how quickly he can reload those buggy balls after blowing the load of one of them. He's ready to go uh, right again. Well, Nami does need to help. Let's move on. (laughs) We're adults. (laughs) No,
2: we're not. (laughs) Debatably. But yes, uh, Buggy, with a very sinister look on his face, tells Nami to light the fuse and uh, destroy Luffy, annihilating him with one of the Buggy balls.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But despite being Move a... Your,
4: which I mean, like, to be fair, that it, <laughs> as much of an idiot as Buggy could be at times, he's also not, like, completely incompetent, because that is a good test of loyalty to the person who just showed up saying, uh, Hey, I betrayed my old boss, and I want you to be uh, my boss now. Like, yeah, that very easily could be a trick to uh, get the someone infiltrated into the crew. So turns out
0: uh, people who prove themselves to you by betraying people, not the most trustworthy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But and uh, as it turns out, uh, Nami does not have the stones to go ahead and murder a man in cold blood. And she turns down the buggy ball. Although I love how her hesitation is mistaken by one of the drunken guys to be like, oh, this dame doesn't know how cannons work. Don't worry. I'll figure (laughs) it out. Here's how you light a fuse, sweetheart. Here's how you handle the buggy balls. (laughs) But before that happens, we do get a great scene where um, Nami is freaking out and realize she's coming up with like the crisis of faith here that she actually can't be the badass she's pretending to be. Mm -hmm. And Luffy's just like, oh, what, you can't do it? Well, that's really sad. You kind of messed up. You shouldn't have been dealing with pirates if you don't got the stones for it. Man. And I'm like, yeah, Luffy. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I love Luffy here.
0: Because he is staring death in the face and he's
2: he's seeing her her blink and is like, yeah, maybe you uh shouldn't have come up against pirates unprepared. Because like, There's unprepared pl- to be a cold murderer?
0: No, unprepared to risk your own life. Yeah, that's, that's Luffy right here. He's more upset that Nami made a decision and isn't sticking to it. Isn't following mm-hmm. through. He's like, okay, you want to betray me and be a successful pirate? Cool. I can respect that. Whatever's going on right now is clearly you not standing up for what you believe in, and I can't respect that. hmm And
2: he's got this smug, told-you-so grin on his face, and God, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's it's very similar to the uh, moment uh, from our last reading. He convinces the Navy that Kobe isn't one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nami comes to her decision as the <laughs> mansplaining pirate lights the fuse. Uh, she assembles a seven-section stave and whacks him over
0: the head. <laughs> this scene's a little insane, because that means she takes those three combining, like, Poles that clearly must extend out to, and assembles that in the same fluid motion she hits someone in. This uh, is some magical girl timing.
2: Yeah. I've read enough Legend of Driz to believe it. Dahlia is a good character, you're all just
0: mean. No. <laughs> I do like how Buggy's really upset about this, because like, hey! <laughs> what do you mean you betrayed me?
2: <laughs> I put you to this test of loyalty, and you failed. And now I'm insulted. Buggy does
0: truly contain multitudes, and each one of them contradicts the other. I, I love the great conflict here. Is that Nami is actually standing up for what she believes in? She's like, I'd never become a pirate. I'll never become what I hate and kill someone. I'm no lowdown murderer, but doesn't realize the fuse on the cannon has been lit anyway. <laughs> <And> the- <laughs> he's like, Oh no. <laughs>
2: Luffy's like, oh, wait, the fuse is like, I gotta get out of here. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Starts so chewing away at the bars.
0: I was okay dying in a really cool, like, betrayal scene. Dying by accident is not cool. I don't like this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, wait a minute. No, I can't fend off the pirates and stop this all at the same time.
4: Well, to uh, be fair, uh, Luffy does get pretty far through those bars. With those
2: his teeth, which is kind of insane. <laughs> 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 hey, he
0: boy drinks his milk. What did we say last time? (laughs) But don't worry. Uh, Luckily, uh, Zoro convinced those. The scene where they get they land the boat and the three pirates are just like, okay, we made it to the island. Let's just go our separate ways. And Zoro's like, yeah, I've uh, changed the deal. You're going to take me to your boss now. You're going to take me to your boss and I'm going to kick his ass. He might know where my captain is.
2: I mean, your funeral, buddy. (laughs) I do love how, like, Zoro X Machina, he shows up and molywops all the pirates and then just turns to Luffy like, man, you really are a handful, aren't you? You're goofing
0: off in this cage. What are you doing? Oh, wait, hold on. Who's this big clown looking guy? He looks like some kind of arc antagonist. I'm just going to gank him right now. Uh, and he slices Buggy up into pieces and everyone's just like, oh, wow, this that was too quick. Yeah, Luffy complains <laughs> about it being too easy.
4: <laughs> the, the rest of Buggy's crew seems to be more amused than anything else, though.
2: I, I really like the art here, because Buggy looks so incredibly confident to be facing down the legendary swordsman Zoro. And, you know, Zoro does the, the like, three-sword slash move that we saw t- take down Captain Morgan, And he's still got this, like, open-mouthed, cackling grin on his face, even as he's
0: flying to pieces. As we find out, uh, turns out Buggy hard counters sword users the same way Luffy would hard counter boxers. Yes. and and, But that hasn't been revealed yet, and I, I love just,
2: like, Buggy's insane confidence. It looks so unearned until... Next chapter, Zoro, Zoro's like, huh, fight's over. Well, better go get my captain and, ah! As he is stabbed by the disembodied floating hand of Buggy, wielding several knives.
0: Yeah, and like, this isn't your typical shounen anime stab wound. This buddy has like a thick knife shoved through his kidney. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is an insane stab wound for a manga. Like... Well, mm-hmm. no, no.
4: Uh, we we find out soon that he uh, missed the internal organs. All of
1: them.
0: All of them. No, Skey. Can't come up <laughs> with anything.
4: Else. Apparently, Zoro can move his internal organs as well. I wonder if he's poison
0: resistant. Who knows? I like, I like how Buggy ate the chop chop fruit. It's revealed, and you'd think, oh, cool. So he can like dissect his bodies like different subsections the real power of this fruit is the telekinesis (laughs) yeah he he chops his body into different bits and those
2: bits can float around with a pretty extreme range and dexterity too he is a chop chop man slice and dice all you like but you cannot kill me I I like the panel of Luffy going, "Whoa, that guy's a freak!"
0: and the dialogue box, "Gum Gum Man," <laughs> <laughs> pointing right at him. Zoro is about to be ganked by Buggy the Clown. Uh, Luffy gets real upset and calls him Big Nose, and mm-hmm. uh, that's the thing you don't say. <laughs> you don't insult
2: the nose. Yeah. So. <laughs> thankfully we have proof that luffy's teeth are stronger than steel as a uh, chop chop hand goes to stab him luffy catches the blade in his teeth and,
0: and breaks, breaks it, it. I- i'm just saying if you're gonna be like doing power scaling feats right here uh my man luffy beat someone ball hogtied in a cage with only his teeth and the other guy had a knife uh-huh. <laughs> yes if anything i'd be terrified Luffy is absurd. This, this is like gag manga levels of DBZ power scaling. This is like <laughs> Goku gets shot in the face and like goes on. Just gets tickle. up. Well, but they uh they're
4: they're still in a bit of a uh predicament cuz uh Zoro is is in fact injured and also Luffy might have uh broken a knife with his teeth like that, but he is also in a cage and uh he's not worked all the way through the bars yet. He's still trapped. Can he like He can stretch his head. Can he not just fit through those bars?
0: I kept expecting that to happen. So he should be able to fit through those bars. That's 100% like... (laughs) I don't get what's going on there. turning
3: sideways. He's a pretty skinny young lad. He's so tiny. He's a twig. He's also a rubber. So, you know, you could like stretch or something. Like he's done in...
0: Yes. I think this has the problem I normally have when we read a manga and there are jail bars and I'm just like... For them to be, like, close enough that you can't just slip through them, I guess it kind of ruins the artistic value of the piece. But, like, Luffy's made of rubber.
2: Luffy's (laughs) made of rubber! Any size bars! (laughs) They'd have to be a mesh! Look, I would say that, like, Luffy has the wherewithal to not do that while he is being watched by a bunch of dudes. And would just get stabbed or shot. No, But he doesn't care. Yeah, I know.
3: He gets shot and that doesn't do anything. So, I mean, again, what does he I, have to worry that about? Doesn't,
2: that doesn't
0: explain after they get away with the cage. So, I I think I think this is where we kind of run into some weirdness with Devil Street Powers. I think the deal with Luffy at this current point is he has the properties of rubber, but it's not like he's actually made out of, like, silly putty. So it's like, like his brain is still like yeah. the same shape and could still get concussed and L- whatnot. Like he can he can stretch things, but yeah, he's not stretching his eyes or his head. Like he can his skin stretches and
4: stuff. Yeah, it's it yeah, because I mean like you know I make the joke about couldn't he just uh, stretch it? But like when we see him stretching the uh, he like pulls his
0: cheeks like that's yeah. you know the only thing that he's done with his head up L- to this. Like point. he can make his body stretch is not the same thing of like his body is constantly uh, being made amorphous. From yeah he's not mr fantastic he is simply fantastic Mm
2: -hmm. you remember how i said that cage was so heavy it took five men to lift it (laughs) zoro with a severe stab wound is as strong as five men as he hauls the cage onto his shoulder and books it out of there after lifting the cannon around so that the the buggy ball creates a massive smoke
0: cloud to let them get away (laughs) And this is after Luffy's telling Zoro, you're hurt. Just run away and leave me. And Zoro's like, no can do, Captain. Zoro, if you, if you do that, you're going to split your guts out. Then I'll put them back in. Yeah, I, I really like how the uh, chapter titles we've been seeing have really implied that Zoro and Luffy in between these two arcs have actually gone on a couple of like adventures. They've mm. done like stuff together and have built a bond.
4: Yeah, they they've done
0: some they've done some minor things that aren't worthy of a chapter. They're fast friends. is really what. <laughs> I also like how uh, in the scene after Zoro puts the cage on his back, we get the overhead shot of the Naruto <laughs> combat <laughs> platform they were on. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. uh, yes, a gridded ground surrounded by a like metal rod fence and Waste a single fence. Building and a single building, and it's covered in smoke. This is a Naruto <laughs> battlecraft. <laughs> All we need is a water tower, and this is
2: where Naruto and Sasuke first tested the Chidori and Rasengan against each other. Oh. With this uh, getaway, they are able to escape into the streets of the town, where uh, they still need to get Luffy out of the cage, and Zoro is now uh, out of Bleeding blood,
0: profusely. <laughs> I was about <laughs> well, to say, I, they get the, they get a lion tamer to track down the blood coming out of Zoro. <laughs>
4: I think this is the first chapter that like Shonen Jump will do this every now and again of uh, like the, the like shading quality jumps up.
0: Oh, uh, I think that's cause that's a color that in like the magazine, that's a color page. It's a
4: color one. Okay. Yeah. That, that would explain it. Yeah, I, I i've noticed a lot of Shonen jumps uh every
0: couple of chapters you'll get one of these like art bump type things so i, I think if you read the more recent chapters it has the like colored pages but i think a lot of what Shonen <coughs> jump did for one piece was shovel a lot, bunch of the volumes in that they have digital copies of mm. and in the volumes the like uh the full panel color pages are black and white oh we get we get introduced to the best character peso yep Doggo and Moji, the lion tamer, is the main antagonist for this little section. I just, I just really like how Nami managed to steal the key,
2: and they're like, "Oh, yay! Now we can unlock the cage and get Luffy out of here." And then the dog eats the key
0: (laughs) for no reason either. Like he he literally
3: is one hundred percent like, "Fuck you!"
0: (laughs) I hate you. Go away.
3: Yes, mine.
4: (laughs) This is mine now. I mean, strictly speaking, they will get the key back
0: eventually. (laughs)
3: <laughs> i mean yes but on our schedule
0: <laughs> yeah but we uh we get introduced to another character who's a uh, boodle the mayor of this abandoned town who came back in body armor to check on this dog and then we get uh, a typical one piece plot line also mm-hmm. they just dump zoro in an abandoned house to sleep because my man is out of blood <laughs> <laughs> he has re- he punched out all my blood Zoro, what what happened? You don't seem to have any blood. Nothing happened. <laughs> Zoro, what do you mean?
2: <laughs> Nothing happened. But yes, uh, well, Zoro is sleeping off his severe blood loss and uh, traumatic stab wound. We get the uh, backstory of this dog. Uh, he is the faithful hound of a man who ran this pet food store uh but before the pirates showed up the uh pet food store owner went off to go uh, to the hospital to get treated for anime dying to death disease and then he died to death but he left the dog in charge of the store so the dog will not let anybody approach so you know that episode of futurama
3: (laughs) immediately what popped in my head i'm like oh no (laughs) But they do preface with the fact that he is a smart dog, so he is aware of what happens, but it's just pure grit that he's just like, no, I'm going to do it anyway.
0: Instead, we just see the dog sitting on on an empty swing set outside of the pet store, looking at all (laughs) the other happy owners inside. Oh, this... I I mean, I don't know. In another manga, I'd make fun of how generic this plot line is. But in One Piece, I think that's also kind of the joke. Like... One Piece is full of these Uber
2: melodramatic tragedy plots.
3: I mean, the original like dog that Seymour was even based off of occurred in Japan. So mm-hmm. probably even bigger in Japan. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Myself. That's yeah.
4: True. And I mean, I mean, I think the big thing about One Piece is that like it'll it has a sense of humor about tropes, like as a general rule. But also the thing that sort of struck me about reading One Piece is it does a lot of the, like, generic, stereotypical stock standard shonen stuff, but, like, really, really well. Like, mm-hmm. it it pours everything it has into executing these uh, uh, tried, and in some cases tried too much, tropes, and making them work, like, played straight. Like, even, mm-hmm. even as it has a sense of humor about, you know, boy, this sure does seem generic, doesn't it? Like...
0: But yeah, Uh, we do get reiterated the whole thing about um, the uh, Chow Chow, is the dog's name, I think? Yeah, Uh, how the whole thing is he's protecting the store. He's probably even aware his master is never coming back, so it's not like he's waiting for him. This store is the only thing he has left of him, so this store is his treasure. And this got reiterated earlier with Luffy saying that the hat is his treasure, and that's kind of like a through line of One Piece, and that, like, everyone has a treasure which is something that is crucial to them and important and worth fighting for
3: unless you're buggy who only cares about money and everything else is dumb
0: exactly that's the thing is the villains see treasure as money just money yeah which is kind of weird because nami sees treasure as money but nami's also kind of bemoaned for that until character arcs is what happens really yeah I,
4: i i believe i recall the character arc that goes into nami's backstory but we did not get into it here
0: so
3: there's reason she wants the money. She actually is a developed human.
0: Getting more developed after the time skip.
3: All right, we got it, yes.
4: (laughs) (laughs) There does seem to be shades of there's more to Nami than she's saying out loud, but also her materialism is presented as being not so different from Buggy. I mean, like the, the big thing is Luffy is a pirate movie pirate, whereas there are a lot of like true to the, you know, the history of piracy pirates all over the place. And, you know, like Nami is, is being unfavorably compared to the thing that she hates the most when what she really wants to be
0: is a pirate movie pirate, like Luffy. She wants to be free and do whatever she wants, really. Yeah. And like, but like the entire point of this whole arc or mini arc in the arc itself is this dog is someone Luffy respects because it's even though it's completely outclassed, it cares about something and it's willing to fight for it, which is kind of what he was like negging on Nami earlier about was like, well, come on. You betrayed me. You clearly believe in whatever it is you're doing. Fight for it. Kill me. And she couldn't do that. And he's like, then what are you doing? Like, then you don't really believe the things you're saying. Yeah. Cause Luffy would rather like protect the things you care about. Do the things you want to do. Don't let anyone stop you. Gotta live by the code of Shanks.
4: The code is more guidelines than actual rules.
0: Oh, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh, so basically Moji finds them. Um, He's got his big lion. Uh,
4: His comedically large lion.
0: (laughs) Basically, he sees Luffy is still in the cage. Uh, This is a huge cage, so the mayor and Nami can't possibly help him, so they go run away. The dog refuses to move, and he's just like, okay, well, you're still in the cage, and I guess that's good enough. Uh, I'm going to go kill Zoro now. Uh, tell me where he is. And Luffy's like, no, I don't <laughs> like you. I'm not going to do that. I have I have no reason or incentive to do that thing. <laughs> it also kind of implies Luffy's specifically goading him to do this. I, I don't know. I don't know my my read is on this, knowing, like, future One Piece, whether or not Luffy... Fully understands the plan is get the lion to attack the cage so he can escape.
3: Oh no, I've very much my interpretation of Luffy is he's fly by wallet wire and just like he's,
0: more the so, seat of his pants. <laughs> he, said, he said what he felt and the fact that it worked out for him, great. I I like that reading a lot. That that
2: is I, just more proof to Luffy that he should keep saying what he means and meaning what he says. Yeah, I, I mean for me I think it's I think it's a little bit of a there was probably a part
4: of him where it occurred to him that maybe the, the lion could break the cage, but he also was just going to uh, say what he said because that's his default. I it it sort of goes back to uh, what I was saying about like, it's not really a clever plan, and it was seen through immediately. But you know, it's like he's not he's not totally unaware of his situation. Luffy is not aware of a lot of things.
3: <laughs> Could be convinced.
4: <laughs> Luffy Luffy is selectively
2: attentive. <laughs> Luffy is the fool. You know,
0: the the tarot card.
3: But I also said what I said.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I do like how Moji's so strung up on the fact that Z- uh, Zoro is actually like a known person. He's a famous pirate bounty hunter. So the goal for him is to go kill Zoro because that'll increase his rep. So even though Luffy gets knocked out of the cage, he's still like, well, I'm just going to find Zoro and go kill him because that that's worth something to me. Oh, no, I guess we need to attack the pet food store because my lion's hungry because we're villains. Uh, yep. <laughs> we we
4: need to be cartoonishly evil and wooby the this dog even more
2: oh what you're fighting for what you believe
0: in dog (laughs) richie the lion kill
2: him (laughs) kill this dog that you are 20 times the the
0: size of not with your teeth that would instantly kill him use your claw so he can be thrown into a wall and then bleed out dramatically on the side
2: And it's like, where's Luffy during all this? Well, Luffy got out of the cage and then got <coughs> slapped through a building by San- uh, self-same lion. He He's fine. He got up and was like, wow, that was a trip, wasn't
0: it? Anyway, where was I? Yeah, and he comes back and the guy got bit by the dog. He's like, well, this is dumb. And then Luffy comes back he's gone and he sees the dog just sitting in front of the pet food store burning to like burning to the
2: ground
0: this fire is insane
2: this is a fire that would have taken like minutes at minimum to catch
0: luffy was gone for maybe 90 (laughs) seconds also very convenient the house zoro's sleeping in that's very close by is not burned at all by this massive inferno it's drama fire
3: well, sometimes you need a little hot nap.
0: Yeah, and it's just Luffy. Luffy stops dead in his tracks. He's, like, been happy-go-lucky about this up until he sees the dog just barking at the fire, like, just distraught. Like, watching the thing he cares most about turn to ash in front of him. Yes. And Luffy just goes, oh, oh, I've g- I'm have i gonna have to <laughs> someone up today. He
3: basically, no, he essentially says just that. Oh, Not yeah. sorry. <laughs>
2: I'm going to go,
0: uh, <laughs> I'm going to go get a lion's skin rug today. Well, to be fair, he's actually kind of, like, reasonable with the lion. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Richie, he kind of, like, purposely, like, does a cool, like, twisting arm thing to gum gum gavel, knock him into the ground. <laughs> and it's only once he has to fight Moji, the guy who did this and mocked that dog's, like, the thing that it was important Dedication. to that dog is L- when we get the Luffy panel of, hey, um... Actual rage. I'm gonna <laughs> end you.
2: <laughs> I came here to clobber you!
0: Get the panel of Luffy with actual anger in his eyes. Flip the page to him one-shotting the dude into the ground. Not gum-gum nonsense. He just manhandles him with a fist to the face. I love how the shot of Luffy just delivering the meanest
2: right hook directly in Emoji's nose feels so much more brutal than the, like, cartoonish uh, Gum Gum Gavel move that buries Richie's entire head in the pavement. It- it's so much more visceral, as Luffy's just, like, you it's are- It's more d- realistic. It's a real punch. You,
0: you mm-hmm. see, like, the the muscles in Luffy's arm tensing up and, like, the veins- He did not gum gum this guy. He punched him into the ground.
2: Yeah. You see like Moji's leg kicking up and it's in kind of the same line of motion as Luffy. So it looks like it's putting a whole lot of just leverage directly into Luffy's fist and God, it's such a good punch. But uh, Luffy goes and uh, comforts the dog saying that he fought well and retrieving the one uh, box of, of pet food that he took from the defeated lion and now he and Chūchū are blood brothers <laughs> and uh because this is one piece and we have we have to juxtapose every extremely serious moment with a very silly moment uh, Moji <laughs> crawls back to uh Buggy headquarters <laughs> uh, so l- knocked for a loop by that dramatic punch that he says captain beware the rub the rub Uh, because he can't finish saying rubber man (laughs) and so and he passes out buggy he must have used some diabolical rubbing technique on him which will forever be my favorite panel
3: (laughs) i mean in a way i mean in a way he kind of did
2: a diabolical rubbing technique. <laughs> rubbing his knuckles directly into your jaw.
3: It's a very deep tissue massage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the deepest of the
4: tissue massages.
2: <laughs> yeah, the marrow in your bones. Oh, but that is... um the uh, <laughs> That is the end of uh, stage one of the War Against the Buggy Pirates. So... so you-
3: Really, this war could have ended within like 10 minutes if a certain somebody had, you know, not been super insecure. But, whatever. Well, Nami
0: got a lot of problems. <laughs> Lots
2: of people making a slightly smarter decision could have ended this arc several chapters ago, but then we wouldn't have drama, so...
0: Like, to be fair, if Nami hadn't
2: been crazy, I feel like they
0: literally could have just left. Now this
3: is this is... A lesson for everyone. And from this, we did learn something. Not quite sure what that was, but we'll, we'll
4: figure it out on the rest of the journey. <laughs> we'll figure it out after this.
2: And welcome back to the show, folks, where last we left our piratical protagonists. They had just finished defeating a uh, 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 Circus Clown, Lion Tamer. It's kind of the theme uh, for this particular arc antagonist. We've and... pile-drived a lion. This is completely <laughs> normal for manga. We pile-drived a lion, and that was not the most intense finishing move in that previous section. But uh, we open up with the aftermath of that battle where uh, the mayor, the old man in the knight armor, actually, you know, I I hadn't realized before, but he is wearing like an old fashioned style, like breastplate and pauldrons, I guess to make him appear more old.
0: (laughs) Well, it's 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 like it's a historical piece.
2: Mm Hmm. Much like him. Yeah, that that ends up working fairly well as uh, the mayor, incensed by Luffy's uh, young man bravado and defeating his enemies. He says, a man's got to do what a man's got to do. I'm the mayor of this town. I was here at its founding. I'm not just going to sit back and let it be destroyed. I'm going to go kick Buggy's ass myself. And then
4: uh, Buggy randomly starts shooting buildings, as you do.
2: A whole two-page spread of him firing the buggy ball and leveling another street. Including the building that Zoro was in, but uh, don't worry, he's fine. One
4: hell of an alarm clock. <laughs> Wait, they, it's Golden Age of Piracy. Do they have alarm clocks?
0: Oh, I mean, no. They've
3: had alarm clocks for, like, centuries, technically, haven't they? Jacob,
0: like you, you don't want to break open the can of worms <laughs> at what One Piece's technological level is. <laughs> <laughs> They have telepathic snails
2: as long-distance phones. Yeah. They- <laughs>
4: oh, yeah! I forgot about
0: those! <laughs> we have international calling on the snail phone. I don't think it's international, but it it, it gets ridiculous. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, the mayor uh, openly admits that he's being a reckless idiot and goes to fight Buggy. And uh, all of the straw hats are uh, roused. By this display of heroism and go to back him up. And by back him up, I mean, Luffy goes, You're just going to get in the way and knocks him out.
0: <laughs> also, I got to say, this town is really cool because they have a four story bar called the Drinker Pub. <laughs> yeah, this town's pretty hardcore. I mean, it started off as a, like,
2: frontier town of some people who had escaped a previous pirate attack and decided to build their own, uh, their own place. So I'm not surprised they went hard on the, uh, on the tavern.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, at, uh, at this four story building is where we get to introduce to the next antagonist, a man who uh, starts off showing that he's got that throat game. Yeah, this guy. Um, <laughs> Kabaji. Kabaji? The acrobat. The acrobat. I don't know it's a weird name yeah
2: he's a weird guy he he he's got that um that like sasuke l's like edgy boy energy but he's also riding a unicycle and calls all of his special moves circus tricks
0: mm-hmm. he can't be too cool he's a one-piece character <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: much like his captain he has to be as rad as he is lame i do like how um buggy witnesses luffy's power <laughs> as he goes to fire a buggy ball luffy uh in and i'm sure was a wake an awakening moment for a shocking amount of people inflates himself like a balloon catches the buggy ball and bounces it back demolishing
0: the tavern and bringing everyone to an even playing field after punching the old man unconscious which i love yeah.
2: i know that's so good it's like you know what old man you're pretty you're pretty rad you're uh getting out there you're being hardcore and uh standing up for what's yours but you're level two and this is at least a level 20 battle so uh face to wall night night because luffy is chaos luffy is chaos and oda didn't want to ride around having a civilian in the middle of this fight (laughs) i do like how uh moji wakes up just long enough to be like that's the rubber man so he's not a rubber man he's a rubber man yes that's what i was trying to tell you then you lied to me
0: yeet (laughs) and he gets thrown right into luffy's kick i also like how both kapaji and uh buggy are using people as human shields to shield Mm -hmm. themselves from the buggy ball yeah
2: standing perfectly still holding up these human shields as if they didn't just plummet four stories amidst rubble. Well, they got a cool pose. Mm-hmm. They need to be standing there dramatically as the smoke clears. But, uh, we have the fight of Zoro versus Kibaji as the two swordsmen, uh, clash the second mate of buggy screw versus the first mate of the straw hats. And, uh, Kabaji immediately begins using his circus tricks to, uh, play dirty uh he starts off pretty normal with his breath of death as he uh uh, breathes fire on zoro and uh his technique is to distract zoro with some other move and then kick him in the stab wound
3: that's a low blow
2: like seriously well you'd think You'd think, and he, he keeps doing this throughout the entire chapter until Zoro's like, oh yeah, you think you can attack my weak spot? You can't attack my weak spot as well as I can! And stabs himself deeper in that stab wound.
3: It made sense at the time, I'm
0: sure. <laughs> 90% of this manga, it made sense at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a big enough handicap for you? Man, Zoro's so cool! Why, why the hell would you do that? i'll
2: show you some real sword play and uh they continue their epic battle as uh uh kabaji's tricks just sort of devolve from actually doing like uh circus things and turning them into stabs into he's just got a unicycle and tops he has lots of lots and lots of tops I do like the moment where uh, Kabaji is going to do like the Legend of Zelda finishing move plunging attack on Zoro. Uh, Buggy tries to interfere by firing his uh severed hand to go and grab Zoro and pin him down, and Luffy's just like, "Keep your hands out of Zoro's duel and stomps down on his hand
0: on uh, Buggy's hand. Like, you will not disrespect the ones you bastard. <laughs> Well, more importantly, Zoro's also saying how beating this guy one on one is part of his dream, and it's really important to him. And that's why Luffy cares about this not getting interrupted, because mm-hmm. Luffy doesn't really care about like a fight being unfair.
2: Yeah, I just—he's a pirate. Face. Yeah, I just love Luffy's face. He's so intense. <laughs> And uh, that does allow Zoro to out-sword play uh, Kabaji and defeat him with his final move, the Onigiri, which totally means Demon Slash.
0: It can mean a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it depends on the, it depends on the, con, on the kanji, 100%.
0: <laughs> well, they said it means Demon Slash, so I guess I have to believe them. Uh, and then Zoro goes back to dying. <laughs>
4: now, <laughs> which- I've run out of blood again. <laughs>
0: I need another
2: nap. And we have now established the pattern of Zoro defeats their uh,
0: number two most powerful guy, and Luffy fights the captain, as is standard for most shodans. And just as the fight's starting, we do get a little bit of lore for uh, you lore heads, uh, because Buggy's got a little bit of a line at the end. Hey, wait a second! I gotta say, you and that stupid straw hat remind me of some like insolent little brat with red hair. And you're like, wait a second. Hold That's... on, you know Shanks? Oh, I love this backstory. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> this backstory—it's
2: just Buggy being a a moron and
0: blaming it on everybody else. Oh yeah, Buggy cannot take responsibility for anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because um, it is revealed through
2: their uh through their banter that uh Buggy and Shanks were once both Swabbies on another pirate ship. And after a uh, raid on a vessel, uh, Buggy found a map to a sunken treasure and is like, ah, yes, with this, I'll be rich. Uh, What's that? You say that we've also taken one of the devil's fruit as part of this voyage. Oh, those are so valuable. I must steal it, but I I don't want to be cursed by the seas and not be able to swim. So I made this fake devil fruit that I will publicly eat so no one will question why the real one is missing. (laughs) Okay, man, how'd you do that? Very carefully and with great skill. And then uh, as he is, crouch behind some barrels, gloating over his victory with both his treasures in his hand, as you do, Shanks... Uh, just kind of walks up and goes, hey, Buggy, how's it going? And in his shock, Buggy puts the fruit in his mouth. And then Shanks is like, uh, you're just stealing some food. Whatever. Uh, don't let the quartermaster catch you. Actually, I was going to tell you. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like, It's, it's so incredibly it is,
0: dumb. It is such a parade of nothing. Shanks is barely involved in this. And the, no, the best part is he drops the map to the treasure he was gonna go get over his board, jumps after it, forgetting he can no longer swim, starts drowning, and then Shanks has to save his life. <laughs> hmm.
2: And he's like, that bastard Shanks, he took everything from me. Both of my paydays gone at his hand. It sounds like he saved your life. No, he didn't! That doesn't make up for the treasure I lost!
0: But yeah, they're or- having a a cool anime power battle. Yeah. Also, very important.
2: Buggy has always had the big nose. Yes. Yes. He had
0: that as a boy. He he is a clown. Uh, Which, to be fair, explains why he might be sensitive about it. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, we also kind of skimmed over uh during their fight up to now. Um, Buggy's been mocking the hat and at one point manages to stab three knives through it and that that does not make Luffy happy.
4: <laughs> mhm. Yeah, at first he accidentally nicks the hat it, just in the uh in the heat of the fight and then when Luffy uh uh shows anger for that, uh he makes a point of uh trying to damage it as much as possible. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yep. and what uh he's been doing that's really been productive in the fight so far is he's separated himself from his legs and is flying around throwing blades everywhere and sees nami stealing a bunch of stuff from the wreckage despite the fact she said she didn't rob from uh from villagers but whatever Nami. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 see see. see buggy already stole
2: it so it's no longer the villagers which means it's now Buggy's. so she's stealing from the pirates
0: yeah nami's line in the sand is um constantly being redrawn <laughs> Mm-hmm. but uh i, I love the point uh, she actually put po- like uses that logic <laughs> <laughs> but um i love i love this scene because <laughs> luffy <laughs> is like it's a very serious scene of he's about to kill nami and luffy's just like oh hey his legs are right here and then we just get a getting kicked in the nuts gag <laughs> like, <laughs> yep because as was revealed
2: earlier even when the body parts are separated buggy still feels pain if you attack the various parts of the body so since he left his lower half unguarded (laughs) luffy just nails him in the nads (laughs) and uh while that does save nami's life temporarily uh buggy rises like the phantom he is and continues to try and chase after her so uh, and he wisely separated his legs and pelvis away from the da- uh from the area of attack and is fleeing. however, his feet have to stay on the ground, so Luffy captures one and uh goochie goochi goo. he just starts trolling, buggy he really do you know. his
4: <laughs>
0: step on a lego <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he keeps like flip flopping between doing this as, like, a Looney Tunes fight. And then, like, real serious moments that Buggy's trying to impose, but, like, keeps hitting him in the face and, like, kicking him in the nuts and, like, tickling him and, like... Mm Mm-hmm. Nami smacks him in the face with treasure at one point. Which lines up Luffy to just full-on, like, football kick him in the face. And, uh, unfortunately, that last kick uh, really shatters him and all his pieces go everywhere. And they find the map to the grand line that was part of his treasure. And that's what Nami stole in the first place that really kickstarted this whole thing. And they're like, Oh wow, that's really valuable. And it's like, not so fast. Gum, gum boy, I'm here to stop you. And then page turn and buggy is literally just his two feet, two hands and his head. He's a Mr. Potato head. <laughs> Cause uh, he- Nami, the master thief, she is, stole the majority of his torso and limbs yep just tied them all up in a bundle it's like hey buggy missing this
4: (laughs) i guess she really does just keep rope around all the time for uh, emergency purposes
2: (laughs) (laughs) and so luffy sends potato head buggy uh flying uh blasting off again with the gum gum bazooka to his death he's definitely dead he's He's yep. definitely not going to show up 10 arcs from now and become a, and become Pirate Jesus.
0: He's definitely not going to have one of the biggest and most well-regarded by the fans uh, chapter cover arcs. Uh, <laughs> wait, 10 arcs? He shows up in like two arcs. Uh, actually, oh.
2: I, I say Pirate Jesus, but I think there's like four of those. Uh, hey, hey, keep the
0: name Buggy D Clown out of your mouth. <laughs> 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 I was referring to Usopp, but okay.
3: hold on there sam (laughs) we're not there yet
2: we 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 have so
0: much pirate jesus i oh my if we ever if we could even possibly ever make it to um dress rosa that would be amazing i love dress rosa but that alone that arc would be four episodes of our fucking (laughs) podcast
2: so, so okay. at uh, 200 supporters on the Patreon
0: we don't have we'll do a year of One Piece I, I'm gonna be honest I don't think there's an amount of money people could give us that, <laughs> that <it> would <laughs> be make feasible it worth it. We, we'd have right, to legitimately Sam, quit he, jobs
3: <laughs> Sam if you want to be a hopeless shill go ahead but I mean
0: whatever. <laughs> I don't know that seems
2: like a good idea to pay, me
3: pay Sam to review One Piece for some reason
2: Having been friends with these three chuckle fakes for several decades, I am very bereft of
0: uh, dignity, hey, but, hey, not that, hey, but not that, but not that bereft.
3: Hey, I'm not that old, Sam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I legit thought you were gonna say, Hey, 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 Sam, I'm not your friend. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would never do that. I'm not you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh boy, we got all the call outs.
3: Wow.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> so, so just it reaching out if you'd like to be the fourth member of the Overmog.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, please.
2: Please, <gasps> we need to end the episode. <laughs> never.
3: It yeah, ends. We- I tell you, it ends.
0: <laughs> One Piece never ends, so I guess this
3: episode will never end. <laughs>
0: I do like how our wrap up is still Zoro lying on the ground, bleeding to death. (laughs) That's what he does. Uh,
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, we need to fix that. Speaking of how uh, this arc establishes patterns going forward, it is Zoro bleeding to death, and the Straw Hats getting chased away by the people they just saved. Admittedly, we
0: we got that second part last arc, but (laughs) yeah, they're like, "Oh man, it's the pirates who saved us." Wait, no, those are just lousy pirates. Hey, wait, what happened to the mayor? Oh, that loser? I knocked him unconscious. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> Nobody
2: beats up our mayor and gets away with it. And then they run away and uh, Chuchu uh, distracts the civilians long enough for them to
0: escape. I gotta say, I, I love this for an ending. It's a very good ending, yes. They, they leave like pirates. They stole a crap ton of treasure and they're being run out of town. Like, perfect. hmm Because they did, in fact,
2: steal a buttload of treasure. Uh, Nami, that in presumably fact... originally belonged to the town before Buggy took it. Yep, Nami divides the uh, treasure in half because it's just easier to carry that way and gives uh, one of the treasure bags to Luffy and he's like, yeah, that was too heavy to carry with Zoro, so I just left it behind for them. Nami's reaction is pretty great Uh, I had to get Zoro out
4: yeah and I mean like again this is this is is doing something that a lot of shonen protagonists will pay lip service to but like One Piece actually like follows through on it and and does it well where Luffy isn't Luffy isn't like a traditional like western comic book hero Mm -hmm. but he's a nice guy you know Mm -hmm. and it's like he has to carry his buddy who's injured, and carrying his buddy who's injured and the treasure would be impractical and annoying. And besides, the village could use the money to rebuild all the stuff that got destroyed. So, hey, win-win, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's not he, like he would like if he wasn't carrying Zoro, he probably wouldn't have done that because he's not a you know
2: goody-two-shoes. Luffy is very much like chaotic. Or Not not chaotic good, uh, but like neutral good, because he will do the right thing so long as it doesn't get in the way of his ambition. I suppose that makes him true neutral. I was going to say
0: chaotic is definitely feeling Luffy because mm-hmm. he he actively goes against any attempt to restrain him. <laughs> yeah. And his his yeah. moral code is basically just people should defend their dreams. So it's not like he even has a rule and order that he follows. It's literally whatever he's feeling like at the moment. So
2: i suppose that does bring up the eternal question of do you consider the law chaos divide as societal or individual but we're not a dnd podcast either so
0: oh <laughs> uh, if you want to check into the over dnd podcast that name almost certainly exists <laughs> uh anyway uh having been sufficiently
2: run out of town as the uh outlaw heroes that they are uh the Straw Hat Pirates set sail once again with another new crew member. <laughs> and well, kind of. Kind of. Kind and of, it's I, an
3: alliance.
2: I do love their uh, encounter on the docks with those poor press ganged bastards who have been waiting this entire time. And then it's like, hey, kid, who's this dead weight you've got over your shoulder? Are oh, you taking a nap, buddy? Lifts up his head, Zoro, Ow.
0: Uh, that was an amazing scream i i love how this like the our reading ends uh a narrator pops out of nowhere we didn't have a narrator up until now so i don't know
4: we we know we have narrators at uh uh at the end of arcs to explain that they think that Everything's going to be fine, except
0: no, because the next arc is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and so Nami the Thief joins Luffy's crew and the two ships set out to the sea together. Little do they know that soon they'll have to face the trial of the forest, which um, I- I'm just going to spoil this for you now, is drastically overselling the next arc. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose there are
2: technically trees on Usopp's uh, home island. Nope you're you're
0: thinking of the wrong arc. Oh, is it the little barrel gremlin? Yes, it is the arc it... most people forget exists. Right, <laughs> the little barrel gremlin. They uh they swap the order around in the anime so that Usopp can be in this arc for oh. um, next arc. because this arc is so drastically boring it needs. Great. So so next week we're going to do another One Piece
2: episode. No, we're doing Eden Zero. Spoilers. <laughs> All right, I won't complain about that. <laughs> but that does bring us to the end of our reading. So as always with a shonen, we have to ask the eternal question. Favorite character and favorite fight. Uh, last week, I said that Luffy was my favorite character um This definitely was the beginning of what I remember as a kid watching the One Piece anime and saying, "Man, Zoro is the coolest." <laughs> and is it the is it the nostalgia of a ten year old Sam thinking that the guy with three swords had to be the coolest? A little bit, yeah. But he also got some really balling fights, so I'll take it. And as for favorite fight. Uh, I want to say Kabaji because Zoro fight, but like Kabaji is just so annoying. <laughs> yeah. I, wanted, I, I couldn't wait for him to get his ass beat. Meanwhile, Moji is equally annoying, but pile driving a lion into supremely realistic jaw cracking punch into the diabolical rub rub technique. It's Luffy versus Moji. I love that so much. It's barely a fight, but it is so thematically appropriate that I adore it. Jacob, how about you?
4: This time, I think, uh, for this section of reading, I'm going to have to go with Luffy. He has by far the most range. Not to say that Zoro isn't great, because, I, like, yeah, he is. He's amazing. Uh, and I I like the, um, like, as his cur- as current potential of Nami, I do know at least some of... Uh, you know, where she develops into as a character circa the anime. Uh, but just for this section alone, uh, Luffy has, like, a lot of... Um, he has a lot of dynamic moments, a lot of, like, character-informing moments that, uh, you know, really work well, and, again, it does a lot of stuff that is, like, standard shonen tropes. Other manga will coattail ride uh, things like Dragon Ball or JoJo's, and one piece puts in the work it is not like cribbing from anything else it is doing well-worn tropes but doing them right and luffy is in my opinion the best expression of that in this section uh luffy is going to be my uh, favorite character as for favorite fight um a lot of this is still in the phase of we have to establish that our protagonist is an unrelenting unstoppable badass um so you know, there, there was a lot of this where um, I was sort of waiting for it to, you know, rev up and get into gear. And boy, did it when Luffy started fighting Buggy, like particularly the beginning of that fight, because it descends into gags and like it makes sense too. And I liked the gags, but man, the beginning of Luffy and Buggy's fight when the two of them were just shown and
2: fighting. I loved that. That had a lot of great choreography. Uh, they it's, did. It's our first time seeing two Devil Fruit users fight. And yeah. it's an interesting clash of powers as the rubber man fights the guy who can become a knack for the PlayStation. I mean, they <laughs> they, they double dipped
4: on this at least uh, one extra time. But the uh, Luffy going in for a clothesline only to have uh, Buggy pop his head off to dodge uh the the paneling on like the kinetics of their movement was
2: really well done yeah it's uh it's chance for Oda to uh show off a, a a more dynamic fight and uh it's good showing uh matt how about you favorite character favorite fight
0: oh in this arc um i mean luffy's a real easy pick uh but just to be a mildly different, uh, Nami is really good in this arc as well. She gets um... she gets a very strong introduction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. you, you know who she is. Uh, you get a lot. You don't even get like her sappy backstory. So it doesn't feel like forced on you like Zoro's kind of did. Mm. So you just get character moments of her alluding to a sappy backstory and like w- what she's about um and uh connected to that uh, I really enjoyed the fight with uh Luffy versus Buggy because of how much Nami helps mm. it it is really the two of them are taking on frankly a slightly stronger opponent like mm. Luffy's just hard countered is really the problem here yeah
2: because his gum gum powers What's he going to do against the guy that can divide when his entire thing is just using rubber band ability to deliver really good punches?
0: Yeah, stretching real far isn't real good for the person who can fly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, he had already uh, been beaten by a bird. I guess Luffy is weak to
2: flying types. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Jay, favorite character, favorite fight?
3: I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to echo the sentiments um, that I expressed last. Go around... Does I have to give it to my man, Zoro. He seems to be the voice of reason in this wow. this cacophony of chaos, and I'll leave it at that. Jay. Um,
0: this man stabs himself in the gut to even the playing <laughs> field
3: that makes sense somehow, anyway. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, so my favorite fight um would have to be the fight between Luffy and Moji, but specifically from the angle of, you know, avenging is it chocho Uh
2: chocho Chow. Cho-cho.
3: chocho. Um Cho Choo,
2: Chow Chow. The dog. Cha Cha.
3: That was a very pivotal moment for me because it shows me that Luffy can kind of rise above what I perceive to be just insane chaos to mm. actually stand for something like firm and solid it's like no i'm gonna cast all of this aside and actually just kick your ass because you did something really bad so that was my favorite fight um my most principal fight and zoro die
1: <laughs>
3: zoro... no until sanji shows up <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> until the man himself yes so uh as is always the question would you continue reading matt you're exempt from this because you were caught up
0: yay i don't have to do work yay <laughs> <laughs> um
2: so as might be alluded to by our uh <laughs> our jabbering earlier i did forget the uh order of the arcs but i know Usopp is an and god i love Usopp. so <laughs> i would keep reading just to see my boy again <laughs> sniper liar he's 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 everything to me modeled your entire life after him i believe just tell me your favorite just tell <laughs> me if, you, if you keep reading jake
4: if you recall from last week uh i mentioned that um like on that the section that we did alone i uh i felt the the early installment weirdness growing pains and um i would definitely continue reading because i know how good one piece is from my prior experiences with it um This section, on the other hand, I felt the part where everything snapped into place and One Piece found its footing and started the insane run that it has been on for all these years. From this section, even uh, taking away all my prior experience and knowledge of One Piece, taking away the thousand-plus chapter count... From this section alone, hell yeah, I'd continue reading. This is an amazing bit of manga, and it is 100% my genre. It's doing it in a uh, well-thought-out and fresh way. This is my jam, and this is why I want to someday grind through the insurmountable (laughs) mountain of One Piece.
2: All
3: right, and Jay. With the promise of eventually Sanji being introduced, yes. Um, if we're asking for my personal opinion about this series overall, um, only if it were recommended, I have to be that person who <laughs> um,
2: three, out of, three out of four podcast members approve of One Piece. That is the unique thing about One Piece. You know, I mean, when a series is 20 years old,
3: I, if I'm honest, dear readers, this was at the time where there were a whole bunch of new shonen series coming out. I gave One Piece an honest chance, and for the very reasons my co-hosts love Luffy, I absolutely abhor him. <laughs> it's chaos. He is a sixteen, seventeen-year-old young man, and acts like an eight-year-old. That is a no for me. Just
2: it's it's so funny though. <laughs> funny, you got to be funny.
3: Yeah, I got the same with Naruto, but he's more age-appropriate is my argument. So at a young age when this was, I was the target demographic age, I'm dating myself here I gravitated to Naruto One Piece was kind of like eh
2: Man, pray they never do a live action Naruto adaptation because I don't want to start that rabbit hole either
0: <laughs> Don't uh, let next, Netflix hear you <laughs> uh,
2: Next no read November literally <laughs> live action Naruto movie <laughs> Literally, all I will tolerate is getting up to Zabuza. At that point, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thank you, everyone, once again for listening to the Cast. As always, you can find us on all of your social medias where we are at Cast. We're also on YouTube where you can
4: like, comment, and subscribe. Get us that engagement. Uh, The episodes go up on a two-week delay there. uh, So we also have OverMangaCast.com with all of our newest episodes. And it even has a comment feature uh, so you can tell us uh, what you think of the episode, give us some suggestions, anything you like.
0: And as always, we appreciate reviews in any and all forms. <laughs> uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, anything that will let you give us a star rating and say how much you love us. Or you can just reach out to us over mangacast at gmail.com. Um, we've got a bit of a backlog of getting back to people, but that's because mm. uh, we don't know how to manage our time. <laughs> This is accurate between uh, relevant releases and the fact that we are
2: approaching the two months of theme uh, episodes it might be a while, but that's for the future. For now, make sure to tune in next week or we are going to be uh, a different variety of pirate. We're going to be space pirates and reading Eden Zero chapters 49 through 68. Not nice. Uh, We'll get there. Don't you worry. (laughs) So make sure to uh, read that if you're keeping up with the show, and we will see you all next Thursday. Good night, everybody.
3: Good night.
0: Good night, everybody. Ah, yes, they're gone. Now to continue watching the live-action One Piece TV show that totally exists at the time I am recording this. Ah, it's very good how they have Nami and Usopp and Chopper, maybe? I. I don't know.
4: Hey, did somebody leave the lights on in the... Matt, nah, what are you doing?
0: Well, Jacob, it's come to this. I need to kill you. <laughs> Arlong looks like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs>